If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Pull up your pants, wake up your pillow and suck down your chocolate pizza beet milkshake because we are ready to adventurize. We saw the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure, so you know what that means. We are live at the historic Fillmore Theater to talk about a historic film. Oogie Loves. Why did we choose Oogie Loves for Detroit? The answer is simple. Because you made it. This was shot in Farmington Hills. You did this to us, Detroit. You can't ship this shit out to Hollywood and expect us not to bring it back. You brought this on yourselves. So when Detroit asks why, we say, because you. It's like that drug commercial. I learned it by watching you, Dad. I learned it by watching you. 
I also don't want to leave out Holland. It was also shot in Holland, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But if you've not seen Oogie Loves, and I can't really state how much you should see Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure, um, this is what you need to know. It's about three characters uh, that are different colors, and they're on an adventure to find a handful of balloons for their pillows? <laughs> Birthday party? I don't even know if it's their pillow, it's a pillow who's on a weird sleep cycle. So anyway, we will break it all down. If it doesn't make sense, it really is the, uh, it's like if Teletubbies decided to make Avatar. I don't know, it's a weird, it's like they overshot what they could have done and did do, but it's got great guest stars. We're talking about Chaz Palminteri, Tony Braxton, Carrie Elways, and so many more. Uh, but to break this movie down properly, we must introduce my co-host. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? How we doing, Detroit? That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, wow, this movie was a stone-cold nightmare. Now, Jason, Holy I shit. might I think have I, to disagree with this you. This is, you know what this is? This is, and I'll allow it because I'm gonna say it, this is my Jacob's Ladder scenario. I died in Houston, this is my nightmare. These are the final firings of the synapses of my mind, creating this fever dream before us. These Honest are, to God, I hated it. These are amazing characters, and it's the longest hour and 28 minutes you'll ever have in your life. Is that all it is? It took me, it was about a four-hour <laughs> car ride to get from Indianapolis to Detroit, and it took me about four hours and 45 minutes to watch this movie. Well, and you watched while driving? Uh, while I was driving on the road, yes. <laughs> I, I watched part of this movie in the shower because I was like, I need to get this filth off me. Oh my gosh, if only we could see it in the theater. But you know what? There's someone who enjoyed this movie, I think as much as me, because I watched her acting out some of the moments from the film. As you watch it, please welcome my other co-host, the lovely June Diane Raphael! Welcome, June. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for asking. June. I want... I have a couple parameters for my work here tonight. I want that down. I don't want any... I don't want anyone to have to look at that. And we can't play clips, Paul. We this can't. This is the only time that Thank the you. audience revolted when I asked them, And Jason we play and I were trailer? backstage screaming, don't play it. This is the same... How... Who... Who would have thought that we would Beth. find ourselves in a position... Beth. clip one. What? No! Play, no, play it! Play it! Bring it on, clip one. I will no. riot. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, sit back and relax. Paul, no, it's too early. Across the screen. 
No! Everybody, get out of your seats. Act along. Here we go. Get out of your seats. And they say it's okay. Hey, everybody. Look, here come the butterflies. It's time to get up. Get out of your seats and let's dance along. Paul, seriously, that's it. Okay. This is... That's it. I feel like this movie is creating Manchurian candidate children. I feel like this is instilling post-hypnotic suggestion in kids. This movie opens up with a prologue to tell you how to act in this movie. And this movie, at multiple points, is telling children, get up, be loud, get out of your seats, and... I can't think of a worse way to experience anything than giving children the freedom to run in a theater and scream and shout. If only well, this I was guess... not released in theaters. Oh, it was. No. What? This what was. Year, no. What year was this? I'm about to be shocked. Um, no. It came out in 2012. Oh, okay. It was okay. on the shelf for four years, and it was uh, a film that had. I some wish it had stayed on the shelf. Keep it on the shelf. <laughs> well, the film did have some record-breaking um, stats. Number one, it's the lowest opening weekend gross for a film playing over 2,000 theaters. It only grossed $445,000 in 160 theaters. And the Honestly, previous record holder was saw, I think that's pretty good. I do. I'm like, those are, those are respectable numbers for this. Well, the reason why it was held on the shelf was because the producer felt he did not get the technology to the point he wanted the lights to go off in different ways. He wanted visual cues. He wanted this to be a sensory experience for the audience. Yes, creating a, a, like a squadron of child soldiers who can be activated simply by saying, one, two, one, two, three, Wendy, window, what do you see? One, two, one, two, three, Wendy, window, please show me. I think we need to... And then it's just murder. Murder, 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 murder. I think what this movie did for me was open my mind and my eyes to how great puppets can be because these puppets look glassy-eyed and sleepy. Like, they look like murder puppets. And like, their, their, mouths, their mouths really didn't move. No. In a way that, at, at this point, uh, puppet mouths, we, we've seen them move. Puppet mouths. By 2012. Like, if you told me this was in 1994, I'd be like, okay, cool, they did a great job. In 2012 or whatever, four years earlier, still, they can make the mouths move. The mouth can go up and down. I, I will say that there is a one weird moment, and I don't have one? this clip. That's it. Well, look, I'm going to be there's honest. One weird, you're right, though. There's one weird moment and one million terrifying moments. Well, no, the, Jason, Paul, be honest about how... I want you to be honest. Yes. We're in Detroit. I want you to be honest about how you felt about the movie. I didn't mind it. And why Paul, didn't I Paul, mind it? Someone's walking I out. I disagree. Someone's walking There was out. literally wow. someone who you tweeted at me. Someone tweeted at me, I sold my ticket because of this trash. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not coming to the movie, dude. And also, <laughs> chill out. But 
And you know what? You need to know that I'm boycotting. You're boycotting but I the into show. The green, I walked into the green room today, and Paul said, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> well, let me tell you why and I, was I like, think that. I don't know Let you. me tell you why I think that. I don't think it was that bad because we watch so well, much of this shit. Okay, so I will say we definitely have a higher tolerance. Yes. And I think probably all the parents in the audience have a higher tolerance for children. This is for children. Is right. it? For children's programming. I do believe it's for children. Yes. Yeah, no, no, it is. So I, I'm like... You know, for every one Bluey, there's like 10,000 pieces of shit. Like, absolutely. I mean, like, but even within that, Paul, when you were watching the movie in the car, you stopped it at one point, turned to me and said, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And I'm immune like, really? to it. Yeah, and I was like, really? Because I was very concerned about this. And I, meanwhile, very concerned. I meanwhile was sobbing in Jason the fetal position so in the shower, watching it like, please let this be over. But I'm, is this Cloris Leachman's final role? R.I.P. a legend. Okay. And, and by the way, that's my biggest question, is how in God's name did they get people to leave their homes Who? and drive to that? Money. How the much? amount how of much? money. How much could they okay, possibly well, here's be the paying? Thing. Tony pr- Braxton? Well, by the way, Tony Braxton's straight up great. Like, st- like everybody, I love her number. I love her number. Everybody who comes and plays in this movie, and I want to get into Christopher Lloyd. I'll put him on the side. But okay. everybody who came, like, really brought it. Like, are some things potentially racist? Yeah, sure. Are, are there some weird Potentially? choices? Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, they are racist. Like, yeah. This is a kid's movie that has real racist problems in it. Yeah. This is a problematic movie. I mean, but when you watch Chaz Palminteri, you're like, oh, he took this for the money. No, he took it for a chance to do a full-on character. Like, he is He was like, committed. you want me to sing? I'll sing. I'll sing into a fake ice cream cone. No problem. You got it. So you're telling me that before this movie, so they're making, they're about to make this movie, and there's no original property. There's no, like, Oogie Loves cartoon. Well, the or- idea is that this gentleman brought uh, a lot of big shows to the States. Teletubbies. He's made millions on bringing um, other shows, like Thomas the Train and this here. And he's like, well, hey, I'm going to invent my own. And I'm going to shoot it in my hometown, Michigan. Um, the town of Michigan? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I, it's in a few different spots in Michigan. Like, okay, wait. Here's my main question about the Oogie Loves. <laughs> Gooby, Tooby, and Zoo. Okay, who, can I just stop you for one second yeah. and say, What's up? who would have thought that in 11 years of doing this podcast, we would cover two characters named I know, Gooby? It's really wild. Gooby. Really wild. I, I never mean, thought I'd say the word again. I have, I have proudly never said it until just now, <laughs> since so, the last time. But here's my yeah. question. Is their last name Love? Well... Because sometimes he's called, when he's radioed by the vacuum cleaner... J. Edgar? J. Edgar? J. Hoover. Edgar. Hoover? Hoover? J. Edgar Hoover? J. The, the vacuum cleaner? Yes, when he's radioed... Another. Kids? That's a joke Kids will love. love. They're going to die. When kids... Once that connects, they're going to go crazy. They're going to be like, holy shit, this vacuum cleaner's a Hoover. <laughs> J-, J. Edgar Hoover? Love it. Oh! Eight-year-olds are like... <laughs> as a parent, this is the kind of two-tiered 
content I'm looking sure. for. Stuff for me, stuff, stuff for, for the them. kids. If so, I told you that this that this movie was was made to summon a demon, <laughs> would, you believe, Jason, would you believe me? Jason, I know you don't. I know you're resisting talking about the actual movie. I can feel I it from you. I don't want to. I can feel it. <laughs> I know you don't want to get into the nitty gritty, but I must uh, ask. Let's go to the nit are and the they grit. Are okay. So uh, when J. Edgar calls on the walkie-talkie Gooby, he calls him Gooby Love. Right. I have a question about this. Right. But then they are called as a collective the Oogie Loves. But the airport is also a love airport. It's called Loveville. So they live in Loveville. Oh, wow. So they have a monopoly over most of the industry. Of love. Now, Wait, so also, is there, is there, so their last name is love. They, is it, ev- Is everybody's last name love? Oh, no. J. Edgar uh, is well, Hoover, Hoover, I assume. I hmm. mean, I don't know. You can't assume that. You, can, you know it what? could be You're J. Right. Edgar we Love. Can't, we can't assume anything. Um, I do believe we that We never understand so Shlopi's last name. So you believe their last name. names hmm. are loves? I don't believe anything. <laughs> I, what I was just saying was at the airport also has love in its title, and then the airplane also had love in its title. I think that love is just all around us, and that's really what the film is celebrating. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. June, to answer your question, I don't know if everyone okay, is who knows? Loves, who cares? But they are the Oogie Love. Who cares? Uh, they could be Oogies. Could their name be Gooby Oogie? Gooby well, Oogie. That's what I was asking. Zuzi is it Gooby Oogie Love, Zuzi Oogie Love, and Tootie? It's Tootie, right? Tootie Oogie Love? Here's my theory. I think all their last names are Oogie, and then the, the, the creatures are loves. So, like, we're humans, they're loves. So, it is Gooby Oogie, what? Zuzi Oogie, and Tufi Oogie, and they Don't are Don't make direct loves. eye contact with me while you're saying that. Now, if they were lobsters, I feel, if they were I feel lobsters, disgusting. they would be, they would be Gooby Oogie oh, lobster. No. Oh, no. I don't like it stop. anymore. There's like a, there's like a, it's like disgusting. It's, there's something disgusting about this. There is, and I'm not going to lie, this movie, there's been a couple of movies we've watched that have made me feel nauseous. And this is one of them where I was like, were I you feel a little sick. Were you uncomfortable with clip four, Beth? Clip four! Oh, if, were this you is, if this is the kid's pants falling down, I'm going to flip out. Jason, you and I are in complete sync. Were you uncomfortable, June, when a young man dropped his pants? I knew it! I wish I could get dressed like this. Toot me. I think you need a belt for those pants, Toofy. I don't like belts. <laughs> okay, but every time your pants fall down, we're gonna say, Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants. Wait, All is his name now. Goofy Toofy? Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants. <laughs> Goofy Toofy. He's being goofy. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> by the oh, way, he's so, toofy. He's toofy. Oh, he's he's I'm goofy. Sorry, I'm sorry. He's goofy, not goofy. So if Gooby's pants fall down, they say they would say, Goofy Gooby, pull up your pants. He's just being goofy. Here's the thing. Wow. You would think in a movie where a character's pants fall down, and I counted it four times, that at the end he would say, I think that say, you're on a watch list now. At the end, you might say, you know what, guys? I learned my lesson. I'm always going to wear a belt. But no, he never learns a lesson. He's okay with showing them Oogie Love balls. Paul, don't ever say that again. I I am. (laughs) I'm so And if you want to see sleepy eyes, you got to see some Oogie balls. Paul, please. Cut that part, Devin. Cut it. Just cut this whole episode. Cut that whole episode. Cut the whole episode. So, I guess what I come back to, if we could pull out for a second from all of the characters, the world, everything, if we're just looking at the basic story, they are trying to get five different balloons 
that have flown away. Sentient balloons. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But they're trying to get these balloons for this pillow who has to be woken up for his own party. And when he is, it honestly looks like he wants to immediately go back to sleep. Shlufi is ill. Shlufi presents as someone who is in hospice. Like A thousand percent. Shlufi, you think Shlufi is an, this is end of life? You think Shlufi's in end of life care? If Shlufi was, if this was honestly like hospice care, because God bless all hospice workers, hospice care is amazing. Of course. If this is hospice care, then I totally understand the movie. So does that make the, does that make, does that make the Oogie Loves and J. Edgar death doulas? (laughs) That they are helping shepherd Shlufi from this, from this mortal coil to the next? Shlufi also looks so much like a pillow that Jay would fuck on Big Mouth that I found it very upsetting. Amazing. Um, I do want to talk but about Shlufi. When Shlufi does get all of these surprise gifts and all of his presents, Shlufi does not have much of a reaction. Also, Shlufi can't walk. I believe Shlufi is. Carried. I believe Shlufi is. And maybe I'm wrong. I believe Shloofy is a baby. What? Oh. I think the Oogie Loves are kids and Shloofy is like a bit, not a bit, like is like a baby. Is like, well, that's why the baby is sleeping all the time. Well, they and- say the word um, sleep cycle. Shloofy's sleep cycle is, is going on right now. So that means that Shloofy is not up when the, when Gooby, Toofy, and Zuzi are up. Right? Jesus Christ. Like, we are when, adults. No, I know. We're, this we're is adults. Honestly, this conversation. This is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. This, like, ever. Child Protective Services are here now. I mean, to talk movie, to all of us. This movie is like Jules Verne. It's seeing the future. This, what the Oogie Loves live in, is like a tiny house. Everything rolls out, the table goes back away. The now, listen, I go, did like the functionality of some of the. Oh, listen, I would fucking kill to live in a teapot in a tree? Yeah. Fuck yeah, with Cloris Leachman? There are these weird moments where, like, clearly, Cloris Leachman's like, yeah, I'm here for whatever you paid me, but I'm sitting down during the dance. She shares. She's sitting She shares no, no, maybe I missed, like, a, a wide. She is in her own shot the entire time. She doesn't share a screen with any of the Oogie Loves. And Christopher Much Lloyd respect. does not speak until one line that they he replay get, he knows, again in the He credits. gets it. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'll just play the bongos as speech. I, I talk don't through bongos. Want, and honestly, it was a very compelling performance. I was really captivated by him. I thought he was great. I love, and I would, if, if there was like set decoration, I would love to get that three, like Christopher Lloyd trio behind him. It was like a standee of like three versions of Christopher Lloyd. One had a mustache. The other one was like a normal guy. Like he was a part of a band. I yeah. was in such a fugue state watching this. I don't remember that. My mind is actively trying to wipe this movie oh, from its Jason, memory. Don't worry about it. Um, Please don't. Please don't. Okay. No, go ahead. No, we don't have it. I thought we did. Good. We don't have it. Thank God. Oh, we do. I just Clip damn me. it. Wow, the stairs I'm getting from you too. There it is. There is the. Sombrero is powered by dancing. We will all need to help. Let all please. A tune for our travels. 
We shall be there in no time. That was the tune? It's very important that we move in unison. I mean, that kid, that, that good, is that Gooby? That is the green one Gooby? Oh, no. yeah, I think that's two feet. Oh God! Gooby is the green one. Yeah! All right, stop it. So, are we cool with this? Is no. this what we think is appropriate? No, this is not okay. The <laughs> only, <laughs> the only okay. thing I can say about how inappropriate it is is by picking Jamie Presley, you pick someone so clearly not it, like aggressively not it that I'm like, does that make it better in a way? Like, well, clearly you can't even make, you can't even assume it. Like, she is not. <laughs> Listen. Oh, this is, I think, did I die? <laughs> like, honestly, like, this was, this is nuts-level stuff, and it's for kids. Well, the big problem with this movie is, Every one of their adventures involves them getting into a very high, precarious spot. They always are climbing fucking ladders, getting on the top of planes. Like, every, like most kids' movies teach safety. This movie is like, yeah, climb up to the top of the truck. Yeah, jump on the back not of the only, airplane. Not only, like, not only is that the, the, the thing, but they're, they're teaching kids to do these things. Like, there's a song about how to climb a ladder. Lift your arms and lift your legs <laughs> to climb to the top. It's square. Also, these songs are dog shit. These aren't catchy. These aren't fun. It is like, these are haunting narratives. These are, these are nightmare fuel. This is, this is awful. Shame on all of us. By simply... Helping this movie by downloading it and renting it. I know, it that's what twice. I'm worried about. What we've done to the algorithms. We, you know? Don't this, worry this about scary. the algorithm because there are already two sequels to it. What? Don't two make us sequels. do them. And Detroit, a television don't make series. Us do them. No, P- Jason, we're not going to do them. No, Detroit's going to demand it. together. Detroit's going to demand it. <laughs> no, they're not. They clearly love it. They loved it. If we did this show in Farmington Hills, they would be going nuts. The amount of money it brought to Farmington. Um, but I do think, like, they do talk to the ladder in a weird way. They say, ladder, ladder, take my dare. What's the dare? To hold me, my full weight on it? Like, I d- is it like I dare to climb you? I dare to challenge gravity? I don't know. I don't know. And you know what that highlights? These are bad songs. Once again, this, these are just, it's, it's, it's like someone wrote songs using Boggle. It's, it's true. Like, it's like Tony Braxton's number. Now I love seeing, I love seeing Tony Braxton and I loved her number, but. Did she write it? You think she, I think that she had to have written it. They must have given her a dog shit song. She must have done a pass, but the actual words of that song are absolutely insane. Do you remember name? And I, well, the song, the premise of the song is like, let's teach kids how to be sick. But it's... Also... She just seems to have an allergy. You also, put a mask on. Put a mask on and stay home if you feel that way. But do you remember any lyrics to it? It was like, if you got a cough, cough, cough. If you got a sneeze, a chew. Something like it sounds that. Sounds so good. I would love to hear it. Clip six. Oh! How did you not see that coming? 
You're playing right into his hand. When you're sick in bed with a nasty flu, you gotta pinch your nose and go. Mind Beth, I was waiting to see Beth, who's running our show and running our clips. Like we all pay your salary, Beth. <laughs> everybody up here. Like Beth I feel like we is, need to do a mental health check on everybody. The best, the best here, job okay. anyone's ever done. This highlights something that I would like to talk about, which is this: the Oogie Loves are they're on this mission, as we've talked about, to collect the five missing golden balloons in order to celebrate Shloofy's birthday, who is napping. Of course, we all know. But the Oogie Loves appear to be a band. Why isn't the movie about their band? Why aren't they a band on an adventure? You know, Jason, I think you're absolutely right. I didn't know they were a band, by the way. But now I'm realizing, like... That's how the movie opens. I forgot. The best part is the movie opens and they're like, we're the Oogie Loves, check out this. When we do this, get up. And then they go to their instruments and they're like, we're the Oogie Loves. <laughs> they, they, they don't play the instruments. Well, they Why have them be a band? So the band's name is the Oogie Loves. I don't oh, know. Oh, yes, you're don't right, Don't look June. at me, June. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have answers. I don't want to be here anymore. I, I will say that. <laughs> I want to go to bed. They give these characters, they give these Oogies a lot of mechanical actions. Ride a bike, play a piano, play a bass guitar. They can't do any of them. Like, them on the right. bikes, I got... At, I was like, just send the character that has wheels. Like, they're like, oh. Why not lean into what they can do? Why not... If you're like, okay, these are the costumes, and the costumes look eerily like Teletubbies, so this guy must have some familiarity with what Teletubbies he could do. Brought he Teletubbies. Made Teletubbies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. why not lean into these... You, you know what this is. Do Listen. stuff that these, these form factors can do. Well, I also thought it was very strange and rather cruel of the Oogie Loves to force J. Edgar to stay home and not come on the adventure. And the excuse they gave him was so anemic. They were just like, yeah, you're better off staying here with Wendy. Well, here's the thing that I'm getting. Why don't you want him to go? I agree with you, but J. Edgar is thrilled because J. Edgar is horny for Wendy. I know. Yes. Jay Edgar is like, wait, Wendy Window? Okay. Okay, I'm into Wendy Window. Jay Edgar is so... Well, he's I like, I want to empty my bag in this window. I do want to ask... Too much? <sighs> the bag is full of dirt. Dirty Jay Edgar collecting dirt on everyone. I guess right? it was just Jay Edgar like... collecting dirt. That's why he's a vec? It seemed like their motivation was just that they didn't want them, they didn't want him there. Yeah. I know. They, know. I think what they were like, it was like, you fucked this up for us. You yeah. lost the balloons. You are not allowed to come on our Find big balloon balloons. adventure. And here's the thing. They're not big balloons. 
I would say they're average, if not small balloons. Average to small. I would say they're ordinary and by the way, balloons. Those balloons are going to lose their helium very quickly. They're magic, I believe. Well, I no, no. One seems magic because they go, oh my gosh, you talked to me. And then when the fish wins the milkshake sucking contest. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm going to stop you right there, Paul. What's up? Because you just said the sentence when the fish wins the milkshake sucking contest. You're an adult man in a room full of people. We did not consent to hear that. I appreciate good art. I appreciate good art from Detroit. Shinola, Oogie Loves, they're the same. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but... Also, on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do 
a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Okay, wait, but check you in question. What makes those balloons magic? They have faces and talk at the end. <laughs> they were magic. This is my theory, okay? The how many, honestly, how many theories do you have about this movie? The most notes I've ever taken. This book is full. Um, the balloons didn't want to be there because the balloons seem to have their own, like they call us back, do whatever. We, the balloon's like, I don't want to celebrate Shuffy, Shuffly. Shufi. Shufi. I feel like those balloons are trying to get away. Well, it's just so weird that they're all shocked that the balloons talk. It's like, yeah, the, the vacuum talks too. So in the so window. The pillow, and the, and the window. window is, the window doesn't just talk. Everything the window, talks. The window and can see anything. Any, the, the window is God? <laughs> you think Wendy is a God? She can see and know everything. Well, I don't know how the technology works because she also has like a FaceTime activation because at the end, all the characters come back and do a direct-to-camera wishing Schluffy happy birthday. Oh, thank God I did not see that. You didn't see that? That's I don't wait. What is it? Final moment, Jason. Oh wait! Oh no no! At I thought you meant party. during the. Cre- oh, oh sorry, sorry. I thought oh, you no, meant no. during like a credit. No, scene. during okay. the credit Disregard. sequence, yep. they just take the greatest moments of these characters and replay them. Um, but what I think I was really surprised about was there are humans in this world. So yes. like the milkshake shop is full. Oh, of I'm sorry. Humans. Do you mean Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor? which is absolutely a strip club in Detroit. (laughs) Tell me that's not a strip club I can go to after this show. Oh, you guys go, you gotta go see how did this get made at the filmer and then go to Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor and fucking explode dust all over a mirror? Can we take a look at some of the posters from Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor? Disgusting. Milky, Milky Marvin... Uh, obviously has a bunch of cow paraphernalia. I do want to get into the cow. We're going to show some of the movie posters. Uh, we have some pictures of it, but like, look at this. This is uh, The Sound of m- Music. Um, I believe that that's breakfast, or maybe it's m- something at Tiffany's. Movie at Tiffany's? I don't know. And the other one is, um, what is that a parody of? Moolah. The seven-year hoof. Oh, the seven-year itch. Oof, uh. rough. Um, so, and are, are we to believe that in, in Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor, Milky Marvin is the host, but a cow does all the cooking? I can't imagine that well, is... Well, Milky Marvin is a fascinating character. Go because, on. <laughs> because Milky Marvin, in an effort to, like, I guess drum up business or just to keep customers loyal, has staged a giveaway in which... He's putting on a milkshake drinking contest. And the first person June, or fish sucking. sucking contest. The first person or animal who, who sucks the milkshake oh. down quickest wins. By the way, not a doesn't get, you know, 
dinner on the house, doesn't get their next meal free, doesn't get another milkshake, they get one of the, a balloon that got caught in his weather vane. So I was like back, when I heard that, I was like, wait, so Milky Marvin found a stray balloon and then decided like, I know. He's like the PT PT Barnum of his age. American ingenuity, just like Henry T. Ford. That is the way that this country goes forward. I find a balloon, I use a balloon. I created a a panic in my store for this balloon. Milky Marvin, also a Nazi sympathizer. (laughs) Well, and that's what's so interesting about Milky Marvin, too, because for all he noticed, it's not a magic balloon. No. It's a gold balloon. He sees trash. He sees detritus. Detritus in yes. the in the in his place and is Wreck like it. I'll build yeah. a contest around this. <laughs> American ingenuity at its finest. Yeah, Again, he builds a whole campaign around it. And he's like, "You, the cow, you get back there. You make these fucking <laughs> disgusting milkshakes." I wish there was a scene. And I'm also like, he. I don't think those people were even paying for those milkshakes. So it's like he's put out the money to make all these <laughs> milkshakes to then just give away a balloon. Do you think Chaz Palminteri was like, you know what? <laughs> Christopher Walken gets to sing and dance in all these things. Why can't I sing and dance? And they were like, hey, Chaz, you want to you sing a song with this fucking bunch of idiots and a, and a cow making milkshakes? And he's like, I'm in. You know, uh, we said earlier on that, the, that everybody's pretty much ADR'd in this movie. They, they were recorded their voice afterwards. That must mean that the sounds coming out of those Oogie Loves costumes are so atrocious that they couldn't cover it up. Oh, absolutely. The, oh, oh, yeah, category. And I, I, mm, I wonder if the voices of the Oogie Loves are even the voices of the actors in the suit. They are not. I, oh, okay, there you go. But I will say that the dancing from the humans in this are like when I try to learn a choreographed dance. It looks so, it's like, I'm, <laughs> they are doing the actions, but without any rhythm and with an insecurity that is so large. Yeah. Like, it made me feel uncomfortable watching it. Like, I don't, I know it wasn't ready. You know what, Paul? It wasn't ready, but in some ways it made me feel more comfortable because I was like, okay, not a lot of rehearsal went into this. That's, it's better in a way. I like that. I take that on. I take that. Uh, Now, they did say this is going to be the most amazing movie ever. You guys disagree with that? In the beginning, they did call it. They call their shot. They call their (laughs) shot early and then fail immediately. Because, and I think the reason why you two are reacting like this is because... Negatively? Yeah. Truthfully? Is, truthfully. Because, the only way that should, people should react? Well, I think you're reacting like this because it, it's Imagine kind of, a world in which your kids became obsessed with this movie. And so they were like, thinking about that. can we watch Yuki Loves? Can we watch Yuki Loves? Can we watch Yuki Loves? Can you imagine? Well, this, this is the question I was going to ask you. Do you think that you're reacting negatively to the movie because the characters kind of live in that uncanny valley? It's like when they look so realistic... But also, uh, you like can Polar tell something's off. Yeah. You think this is a Zemeckis? Did Robert Zemeckis make this movie? <laughs> but I do believe, like, I, I do believe this whole movie, like, the way that they sold all these actors is like, this is going to be the next big thing. So everyone did believe, oh, I need to bring my A game. This is not a shitty thing. Like, this is going to be the next, you know, this is going to be my next audience. Like, Tony Braxton was like, I'll come. She looks great. Tony Braxton looks the best at her, like lit the best, sings the best. And I do believe that there, 
because children's television is so bad that no one on set could be like, ooh, what did I get myself into? Everyone was like, yeah, it could work. <laughs> it could work. I mean, like, if I, it was a movie, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing all the work for the movie. If it was a movie about the Oogie Loves a band and they had a band trajectory, they were going to perform in a concert or whatever, and, and then they come across Cloris Leachman or Tony Braxton and they become singers with the band and, and all that, there would be something to that that would be interesting to me. The idea that they need to, the quest is the call to adventure uh, for these characters is just missing balloons for well. a sleepy cushion's birthday party. This is not enough to get Frodo out of the Shire. And it's so hard because... Shut up, nerds. It's so hard because I find this sometimes with plays or any sort of a movie that tells you 10 things are going to happen. And oh, yes. even if you're enjoying the, the movie, when you know it's number three, you're like, okay, get to four and then five and then, okay. So even when you're enjoying it, you can't help but to think through how long the rest of it's going to be. With this, I kept on thinking to myself, how many balloons? How many balloons? I, I thought, thought there were five. I thought, and there I, were, I thought there were four. Okay, how many were so there? So after, well, at, at balloon, when the fourth balloon was, was recovered, I, it, we still had like a half an hour, 36 minutes left, and I was like, oh my God, there's more. There's more balloons. When they blew kisses to the balloons, and that's the way that they... I did not like this. Uh, I don't think we should be encouraging children to just blow kisses at anybody or anything. Well, you know, it was interesting. When I'm thinking back on that scene, uh, clip nine, when I'm thinking about... No! Clip nine. <laughs> when I'm thinking about the blowing kisses to the balloons, it is a weird way. It's like, to get something you want, you must, like, kiss it. So here. It's love. It's, it's the whole don't thing. Like that. Help us blow kisses to bring the balloons home. Uh. We really need your help. Blow as many kisses as you can. A room full of children blowing kisses uh. at the screen because love conquers all. We have barely talked about this fish. We have barely talked about... Ruffy? The fish may be my favorite character in the movie. The fish is great. Maybe, maybe, maybe the only person in the, the only, the only sentient entity in the movie that's like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Ruffy knew what movie Ruffy was in. Ruffy is a complex character. <laughs> this um, is the first time I'm learning his name is Ruffy. That was the joke in the beginning. I just keep yeah. writing fish. <laughs> Ruffy is, is kind of been through it, kind of been through the ringer, kind of like Carrie Elway's bubble, uh, squ- the bubble guy. The yeah, the bubble guy is like squawking bird who oh, is gassy, yeah, 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 lactose yeah. intolerant, and has cataracts. Ruffy also seems like an elder statesman. Again, yeah. another another end of life story for the parrot. For the parrot that is like, I'm transitioning into death. And they tell the parrot, just if you tried a little harder, you wouldn't have anything. Like if you told somebody with cataracts, just pretend that you can see and you can. The fish, the fish is with them for the whole adventure, right? And is like pissed off. And then Jamie Presley stone cold Frenches the fish and everybody gets horny. And Christopher Lloyd is like, I'm looking at you fish. 
You kissing my lady? Daughter? Question mark? What is their Don't deal? Know. Don't what know. What is their deal? Oh, thank God. Well, Gene, what did you think? Because I thought they were husband and wife, but now that you say... Because I thought that's weird, but if you say daughter... I that, thought that they were just musical partners. <laughs> they share the same last name. Oh, I didn't so, realize that. So, you know, they... Oh, are, I'm sorry. Did you not know that they are Lola and Lero Sombrero? That's their character names. <laughs> Representation matters? <laughs> I, 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 can I say that? I mean, I, 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 I like the sexual tension throughout the film. <laughs> uh. but that's, by the way, uh, six months from now, that is a pull quote on the box of this movie. <laughs> I thought Wendy, just to go back to Wendy for a second, I thought that Wendy had like kind of an, uh, a dom personality, like a dominatrix personality over the vacuum cleaner. Over Jay Edgar? Yeah. Well, Jay Edgar, as we know, is a stone-cold perv. And Wendy, everyone knows it's Wendy. Everybody knows it's Wendy. Really? Young crowd, young crowd. No, 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 don't humor me. Let the youngsters find it for themselves. Would you be surprised? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that you often hate this when I ask you to guess, but I want to ask you to guess. And if audience, if you know, don't yell it out because I want to really get the real reaction. How much it costs? You think Detroit's not going to yell if they can? Please. I know, just for a second. (laughs) These fucking maniacs? Yeah. How much? They're going to Marvin's Milky Milkshake (laughs) Manor soon. How much do you think this movie cost? Okay, just, and, and, no, 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 no. I just said, no, no. You, you all just, for, you just enjoy show, you, this. What do you not understand Detroit about? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give them a moment. Give them a moment to just I don't think, think it could have been 20 million. But I mean, it could have been 20 million. It could be. I'm going to, so? it, it could be. <laughs> when you said Holland, that made me think like, oh, wait a minute here. Holland here. Oh, it, Holland here. Here. Oh. Holland here in Michigan. There's a Holland, Michigan? It's the other side of the state. Nope. Oh, wow. Because nope. Jason and I were talking about it backstage. And we I were like, like they, Holland? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm trying to imagine someone coming to me with a movie offer and being like, and I was like, maybe First, some of those big, uh, like, I, fields I, were in didn't Holland? didn't make any sense. And I was like, maybe they did, like, two days in Holland? But to also to fly the, the whole thing. And in my, mind, I was, in my mind, I was like, if they told me I could go to Holland, I'd maybe go. I'd be in this movie. That's they what got, I was thinking. Like, maybe they got Cloris Leachman by promising, you know, first-class ticket to Holland. Holland, Michigan. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, wow, we were, uh, I was really so turned that around cha- as that well. changes my Everything opinion. Okay. That so changes I'm gonna, quite a bit. It can't be twenty million. I'm it, gonna it, say. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say seven million. Jason, I still think that's high. That is high, but only because I feel like we're being led down the garden path. I'm gonna say forty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is. $60 million. Yeah. 
60 million dollars. No! No! Give us health care! 60 what? million dollars. No! No! And it is technically an independent film no, because it was financed by this man. Wait a second. What? <laughs> hold on, hold on. If this I break man? this chair, I'll pay for it. This man, Matthew Diamond? No, that's just the director. The person behind it, the producer, Ken Visselman, the creator okay, of the Okay, I want to say something about Ken Visselman, because I saw KV? in the very beginning that it said a Ken Visselman picture, Ken Visselman film, and the font looked like the Disney font. Did you notice that, I did Paul? notice that a little bit. And I, think- I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> So he has made his money because he brought these other shows here uh, to the States. Um, but I want to read this one little thing here about this. Uh, when asked I'm about so the- stunned. I don't know if I can move on. What? <laughs> Who? I mean, when I said 40, I was like... I was like, like Jason, that's ha, hilarious. Ha, ha. Look at me making the best joke of yeah. the night. I was like, that's good. That's good. I'm, I'm stunned and I'm sad. Um, I will say this. All that well, money. All that. Think what of that I think each do, one of those actors got a million dollars each. Got a million dollars? In my mind, that's where the money went. If each one of those actors got a million dollars each, come for one day I, for I a million dollars. I would have done it in a heartbeat. The Game of Thrones pilot cost $20 million. This is two Game of Thrones. Think about that for a second. No, no, I don't. Three, three. I said 40, it was 60. Sorry. I know how it works. Hey, <laughs> Detroit, chill out. Take it easy. I'm really shocked. Now, um, I will tell you some other little details about it uh, because, you know, obviously Ken believes that the movie failed only because people didn't know it was in theaters. Poor marketing. Uh, but part of that marketing was because he had $30 million in marketing funds. Um, ready to help roll out the movie, but that account froze just weeks before the scheduled release. Why? So, wait. So thirty million on top of sixty million. I think all he in. was all ready. in sixty million. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. there's a lot of fuzzy so, numbers all right. here. So there's sixty so million. So thirty million in twenty DNA. to thirty. Okay. Potentially, but sixty was sixty was all allocated in. for all production in. and PNA for this movie. Yes. That's ludicrous and, Chris Bridges. And I will tell you one other thing about it, which is really interesting. Christopher Lloyd was up and considered for the part of the bubble man. But they said, you know what? No. You are the sombrero man. Like he lost a part, was brought in, and they thought better of it. Now, so, my assumption is, well, did they, did, they, did they try him out in that? Maybe he couldn't do the song? Considered. He was considered. I don't, there's not much info on this movie, but that I'm I know. I'm sorry. If they made any actor audition but to also, be in this, I agree. he should be put in jail. And also, Christopher Lloyd should be grateful because, with all due respect, I think Carrie Elwes is in, in the bubble truck with his parrot, like, uh, I'd rather be Christopher right. Lloyd I, playing I the bongos so. in the background, you know? Um, yeah, and I will say this. I thought um, he did a great job. Christopher Lloyd? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I think did. everyone did a great job. You can't was, go wrong with Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I will say this. Give him, give him that million child, dollars. Uh, yeah, well, Would a, you take a million dollars? I'm not kidding. Me? They say, hey, we're doing Oogie Loves. How many, where are they now? 
Four? Four, yeah. They're doing Oogie Loves Four. We heard the podcast. We get it. You guys talked about Oogie Loves. We want you to be in Oogie Loves. It's $1 million each. You have to sing a song. Yeah, no one would see it. Of course. Oh, uh, he's in too. He's the front row is in. What? The front row is also going to be up. Everyone would take a million dollars. Of course. No one's watching it. Of course I would do it. I would say no. I would say no. So here's the deal. Offer me that million (laughs) dollars. Now I'll say this. I think that the reason, again, we're going to go talk to the audience right now. Can you imagine if you were in, imagine, truthfully, think about it. The distance between where we are now and us being in Holland, Michigan, shooting Oogie Loves 4. Well, Jason, you know that I was in Meow TV, television for Cats by Cats. Paul, not only do I know that you were in Meow TV, television for Cats by, by Cats for Cats, my group also tried to get that job and didn't get it. We, we did not get the job to make a TV show for cats that are left at home alone. My comedy group blew the pitch for cat TV. Meow TV, meow TV. Um, what? I think what I love about this movie is- <laughs> That's so long ago. Oh, so long ago. It's like my first gig. Um, but what I was going to say, what I love about this movie is it gives children this amazing aspirational thing like, oh my gosh, you get to go to an airplane hangar. You get to go to a parking lot. Wow, like all the best places where kids want to go. Yeah, what you dream about. You that's, know? that's kind of how I, that's, again, this gets back to my obsession with, they are, they are a band. Why not put them in musical situations, well, performance they were, situations? They, they were called to perform with Tony Braxton. They, that's the only time. And that's why when we played it, I was like, oh, right. Why, wasn't, why weren't all of, the set, all of the quests for each balloon, why weren't they all related to what the Oogie Loves obviously are masters at, which is their musicianship. They're, they are they're, they're instruments. They are, they are musical wonderkins. Where did he go? Paul left. <laughs> Paul was so upset that we didn't like the movie. I, honestly. He was like, you know what? <laughs> and gonna- I would tell you, Jason, that he was like taking a position of being a contrarian for the sake of the show, for the sake of Detroit, to make it an interesting conversation. But I did see him watch this movie. I loved it. And I know that and I know that Detroit and I know that Detroit was really whining about this movie. And while I understand it, I also want to say. Toughen up, Detroit. Stop being a bunch of whiny brats. All right, I'm here in the audience. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to give people some prizes uh, for costumes. Okay, great. I have a person in a rad shirt. That kind of counts. Someone's volunteered you to ask a question, which means I don't have high hopes for it. But your name and then say your name. So if my name would be Paul Oogie Love. So you say your name with the Oogie Love last name. I'm, I'm Dave Oogie Love. Great. Dave, what's your question? I just want to know if you knew that Real Steel was filmed here. Real Steel, the Hugh Jackman movie, yeah. Was that an option? No. What's his this name? This was the only option. Wait, what's his name? What's your name, Dave? Dave. Dave, Dave Oogie Fuck Love. you, we watched Oogie Love. <laughs> you watched Oogie Love, we made you watch it. Nothing else was considered Oogie Loves. And if we come back to Detroit, Oogie Loves too. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. What I love 
is that people think that we didn't know there are other choices. Here's the guarantee. Here's my promise to you. I hated this movie. I hated every goddamn second I suffered through this movie. If we come back to this town, we're going to watch every goddamn sequel of these movies <laughs> just because you whined about it. Detroit, <laughs> toughen up. You're supposed to be strong, Detroit. Bring it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. We'll say we're going to do real steel. And then you'll come here and go, surprise. It's Oogie Love. Oogie Love's two, two motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, so we have somebody who worked on the movie. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Wait, I was brought under false pretenses. You know someone. Bill. Did you or did you not tell me you have someone who worked on the movie? He's, did. You tricked me. He's an audio engineer, and they have someone who worked as an audio engineer on this movie. Okay, well, this is good for ADR. Let's see if your story is going to be worth it. All right. Uh, All right. You have firsthand. All right. Well, now he's here. You don't have to hype man him. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, my name is Tom Ugilov. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I can just tell you a few things. Uh, all the actors fucking hated working on it. Wow. wow. Except for one. Carrie Elwes. Wow. You know he what? I could see that. For his shoot, apparently, with uh, the false teeth that he's wearing. And yeah. you guys didn't really talk about his character. Well, this is a perfect moment. Great. And by the way, we're doing the <laughs> we're best we can. He showed up to this movie. There's a lot to talk he about. He showed up with false teeth that he had bought. And apparently they cost 20 grand. Wow. And I wanted to ask you guys. He also asked the production to uh, Pay reimburse him for those teeth. Did they? Which, to which they were like, uh, no, we can't do that. Now, is it his voice? Wow. Do you know that? It is 100% his voice. Wow. Okay, great. Okay. My buddy, while you guys were arguing. Okay, great, good use of your But it's phone. just ADR. Him. It's just all ADR. Is that why it feels so Well, the reason weird? it's all ADR is because the cost, the, the yeah. whatever they are. The oogie loves. All the, all the servos inside are going, weep, 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 That's what I thought. So they're wow. the audio, making it unusable. Well, I so understand why they're ADR'd, but why are the human w- actors ADR'd? I wonder if they didn't record sound on they the day. Was, they wow. said it was so loud that it ruined. Yeah, because you have four robots running so if simultaneously. They, so they must like, have done no, they captured no sound. Wow. They captured it, but it was unusable. Right, yeah. Because imagine four robots going. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Every movement. Can you imagine? Actually, we I've live- actually seen scenes before the audio mix was done, and you, it's it's yeah, it's all- wow. Anything deleted or no? You saw the final cut. Uh, not sure about that, but we live in a world where there are robots, and these are they. <laughs> By the way, I'm kind of blown away that these are robots because. They don't look like there's robotic things because their mouth isn't working that good. Wait, so you're saying there's nobody in those suits? No, no, there's definitely people in them. Thank God. Uh, we have somebody in a Letterkenny jersey right here. Yeah! Ferda! All right, what do you got? Is this movie Nazi propaganda? Yes. <laughs> because at the beginning of the movie, Zuzi and Toofy get out of bed in Nazi salute, then march... And, like, the only language that Zuzi speaks through the whole movie is German. Wow. Wait, really? What do you mean, German? Well, she says, Donkashane and Gesundheit. 
And that's like the only thing she says. Well, wow. she also does speak to the animals, you know. That's interesting. Now, I will say, I remember watching, we used to watch a lot of Thomas the Train, and it did feel, like, very communist in nature because Thomas wants to be useful, you know? He just wants to, doesn't want to have individual talents or... Yeah. He just wants to be a useful engine. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Gooby is reading Mein Kampf at one point. Listen... This movie, it is, honestly, it's very clear. This is a dangerous film. Okay, your name and your question. Uh, I am Woozy, not an Oogie Love, a bed bug. Oh, right, you have a bed bug. She has the original costume character picture on her shirt. What? And I never saw this movie out of spite because I am a bed bug. We were on PBS. Our live show opened for Barney. Wait, you were were on it? Yes, I was woozy. Wait, you really were? Oh my God! Woozy in the house! Oh my God! Woozy in the house! What? What? A standing ovation. Holy shit! Holy shit! Royalty is among us! Wow. Back then, we were Woozy, Toofy, and Gooby. It was still Jay Edgar. It was still Ruffy the Fish. It was Snoozy the Pillow. I don't know any of these names in this TV show. We did not have humans. So you were the only character that they changed the name of. I feel good about that. No, you should. Well, <laughs> Wait, you should you, feel good you? because you were irreplaceable. You were irreplaceable. Thank you. How but, long? How long were you woozy? By the way, look behind you. Oh, there we are. Oh. Uh, I was woozy for five years. And five so years long as time. Wow. Did they ask anybody from Bedbugs to be a part of this horrific Oogie Love situation? No, they did not. Wow. Now Locked I imagine. Out. Would you so, have wanted yeah, to? Yeah, and what was the. What, yes. I was Oogie. That was my dear character. Wow. Of I like that. This abomination of Oogie Loves <laughs> is terrible. I don't know what these Popeye arms are that these characters have. That's. You, so you. you <laughs> You're disagreeing with their Popeye arms. Everything else, everything else checks out. So did the whole cast of Bedbugs, were they really upset about... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We were promised the world. Then Mr. I Teletubby Man came along and he bought it from us and said it was his and took it over. And I'm glad it was a terrible... The question that I have right now is simply... When that gentleman asked me earlier, why didn't you do Real Steel? I'll say this. Is Hugh Jackman in the house? <laughs> no. This is why we did Oogie Loves. Wow. I, honestly, Paul, I am, I'm chilled to the bone. For everybody here, right, who was like, I don't like this movie. We got a turd. Why, wine, wine, wine. Can you imagine? You didn't know a fucking star was in your midst. Would that have happened Truly. if we did any of your other movies? No. Truly. Who's the in the house? Obviously, we had opinions about this, but Detroit, 
You all love it. You have a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. My beer's turned warm and I'm wondering why I turned on this flick at all. J. Edgar Hoover strokes Wendy Window. And I can't look away. And even if I could, it'll be okay. Toofy's pants are falling down. It reminds me I gotta go on Amazon and give it five stars. Amazing. Amazing. All right. That was amazing. All right. So these are five-star reviews from Amazon. All right. There are 69 total reviews. 69. Yeah, 69. Uh, There are 68% of them are five-star reviews. Five to 68%. Now, there's something interesting about this is that uh, the Rotten Tomato score is 30, but the audience score is 62. So that's pretty high. Um, this one's written by Mia Kasol. My granddaughter just loves this movie, which we first saw on Netflix, but I'm buying the DVD so we can have a disc and take it with us. This gets her up and dancing right away. It's refreshingly fun, non-animated, very different from the usual fare being served now. Just totally fun. No fighting, no pirates, no princesses, just pure fun. I highly recommend this movie. My granddaughter is three, five stars. Update, update, my granddaughter fell off a ladder. The ladder took the dare and won. And Phyllis R. Agnew writes, I took my three-year-old granddaughter to see this film two days in a row. We were the only people in the theater both days. Those, those four tickets to, to, to compromised 80% of their... Of their uh, and also, their, like, three- and two-year-olds, they're just seeing colors and shapes. Yeah, it's hard to say that they're a discerning you know, audience. Yeah, we can't base much. Um, I, uh, I, I will read one one-star review because it's worth it from MR, uh, from MR Sycam. Your kid will be dumber by watching this. <laughs> by one star. Um, I just quickly want to read you uh, a couple things about this movie. The budget, we talked about the big movies of this year, The Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games. This movie not ranked. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, this movie had a lot of interesting things. We talked to the audience who uh, had a lot to say about it, but I will say this, that one of only two theatrically released non-documentary films to be rated G by the MPAA. Uh, the other one is called Adventures in Zambia. So it's, of that year, only two G movies, and this was one of them. So that's a big one. Uh, and then... That's surprising to me. Just That's just generally surprising to me that yeah, there aren't more G-rated movies it, Very few live-action films of the 2010s are rated G. Uh, the previous three, not counting docs, are Ramona and Beezus, Seven Days in Utopia, and Alvin and the Chipmunks, mm. Shipwrecked. The next ones after it would be Mermaid's Tale, Bernie the Dolphin, Noel, and Bernie the Dolphin 2. Um, so uh, this movie uh, was nominated for Razzies, but lost to Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Um, Which and, we've covered. Yes, we have covered that. And that is truly everything that we can say about Oogie Loves and the Big <laughs> Balloon Adventure. But And you guys thought we couldn't make a good show out of it. But I will show you the final thing 
which is this. On IMDb, this movie has a very weird rating. Avril found this. You'll check this out. This is the rating that was on IMDb. Okay, for a parent's guide, sex and nudity, severe. Violence and gore, severe. Profanity, severe. Drugs, alcohol, smoking, severe. Frightening, intense scenes, severe. So that is how it's rated, so parents will stay away from this movie. That's got to be some sort of trolling going on or somebody... I think it's parents trying to help other parents. Yeah. I look at things like that all the time. I wouldn't put is it, it on. The, is it because the vacuum cleaner is not wearing any pants? Like, what is this? But people, thank you so much for coming out here, Detroit. Thank you. Uh, a big thank you to Beth Thomas, our stage manager. Yes. She did all those amazing Beth. clips. Amazing. And now we will pose Paul? for the picture. Paul? Yes. Paul, if you don't mind me interrupting. Yeah. I would not recommend this movie. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry. No, 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 please don't apologize. I just want you to know I would not. <laughs> I know you're glossing over it because you would. Yes. And you tacitly want everybody to believe we are yeah. recommending it. And I want to say out loud, I do not recommend this movie. June, do you recommend yeah, this movie? Yeah, sometimes we say, oh, if you're stoned or if you're, you know, on an airplane or if Thank you God I didn't watch this are stone. in jail. Like, there are certain reasons why you could watch certain movies. If you're like, in a pet hospital waiting room and have to watch this... There's no reason you should ever lay your eyes upon this. Ever. Firmly disagree. Ever. It's a great film. If you want to watch this, watch Bedbugs instead. That's Give right. it up for Ruthie. You guys were an amazing crowd. We love it. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for coming. We could not do this show without you. We'll be Detroit. back. Detroit, we'll be back. We'll Oogie be back. Loves two, 2023. Oogie loves two. Three and four, a three-night stay at the Fillmore. Eat shit! That's it for today's episode of How Did This Get Made? Remember, we are in San Francisco on December 3rd. Get your tickets at hdtgm.com, and we have an amazing opportunity. Well, not opportunity, amazing gift for all of you out there. A limited edition vinyl pressing of our Drop Dead Fred episode. We are doing it via Bandcamp, which means we have one month to order and then one pressing. That's it. Get in now, and if you want to give it as a gift, you may not get it for the holidays, but you will get a PDF that you can stick in a stocking, slip under a menorah, or just give normally to somebody that you love. Anyway, the Drop Dead Fred LP, I'm so excited about it. You'll see everything if you go to hdtgm.com. We cannot wait. That's where you can get tickets for the show as well. You can check out Jason on Star Trek Prodigy. You can see that June and I are Wheel of Fortune champions if you go back and watch Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Hulu, or watch June and I team up together for the first ever Pick a Ball Celebrity Tournament that aired on CBS and is now airing on Paramount+. Plus. Us versus Will Ferrell and Tignotero. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next time. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.